partners. Liz here's a he's a keeper. I'm your host, Zachary Ledoux. I think that's I'm, a good way to drop that. I'm your other host, Jaden Cron. There we go. All right, we're good. Um, because we're talking about the Cowboy Way, and it is not it's not a western. No, not a western. It's a country. It's like you know how there's country Wait. music and there's western uh. music, and there's apparently a difference. This is a country movie because what? it it fulfills all the fantasies of a country song. A bunch That's of blue bunch, jeans. Yeah, blue jeans. You know, Getting shot in the butt. <laughs> they're going. They they're taking their their, their beat truck. up truck. They're going yep. to the big city and they're showing the city slickers how it's done. The city slickers being scary foreigners. Yeah, Hispanics. Yeah, mostly Hispanic, except for Stark. But also, I mean, he did. Give those French guys a good what, too. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the French guys. He gave... Oh, So this movie stars Kiefer Sutherland and Woody Harrelson and is directed by Greg Champion. It's a direct sequel to um, Truth or Consequences New Mexico, as they star in New Mexico. That's true. It's also a prequel to season three of 24, because that's the one where Ramon Salazar is in effect, and this one has the Salazar family making their first appearance. Um, what is, there was another thing that I was like, this is a, oh, it's also a ripoff of Crocodile Dundee. That's all I really needed to say. I've not seen Crocodile Dundee. I haven't either, but like, I was looking at all these reviews, and people were like, this is just, <laughs> this is just a ripoff of, this is just, like, it's, you know, because the whole point of it, it's this genre, apparently, that also sprung up in the 90s. See, the 90s, you know it's not a good decade for f- cinema when it's mostly marked by a bunch of movies that are rip-offs of yeah. one another. Like, <laughs> there was just, they were, you know, there's a lot going on. A lot going on. They had computers, you know, they are trying to figure that out. It was a difficult time. Difficult time. But yeah, so. Um, what happens in this movie, Zach? Oh, God, what happens? So. I couldn't tell you. To start, just, just. Just to put it out there, this movie is very difficult to track down. So yeah. we may have, may or may not have watched a less than optimal version. Yeah. And like the opening bit was incomprehensible. But yeah. basically, Kiefer Sutherland and Woody Harrelson, they're two, you know, they're they're, ru- doing, they're running the rodeo circuit. Yeah, they're doing the circuit. They're like at a rodeo, and Woody Harrelson is an actual child, and Kiefer yeah. Sutherland's a normal human being. Yeah. And their friend, his daughter, so his their friend is trying to get his daughter over from Cuba, um, and he does, but the people who do that are trying to get more money out of him. So he goes to New York to go get his daughter and pay more money so he can have his daughter live with him, but he gets got. So they got to keep her Sutherland. and Woody Harrelson. They're calling in the cavalry. They're gonna go in Which and they're gonna themselves. Run. yeah, and then some police officer. Oh, and then And they go in and they they gotta save the daughter. Um, yeah, so it's basically like fish out of water. These oh, two cowboys. And yeah, they're in the city. They don't in the city. They don't know how to be know. in the city. I mean, they don't really they don't really do much with that. Like, there's the part where you know, obviously Woody Harrelson is a disgrace to all humanity when he orders a glass of wine with ice cubes in it yeah and you're like ooh, that's silly of you you know and like the waiter comes up and he's like oh yes how would you like your steaks prepared and woody else is like what you mean cooked (laughs) and the waiter just like dead ass stares for like a couple seconds and then it's just like 
Yes, I should have said the word cooked. <laughs> Woody Harrelson has he, the only character trait he has is being annoying. Yeah, in this movie. he's always just in, in. I feel like it's just in most of the movies yeah. that he's in. Like even in Three Billboards, he's a man-child cowboy. In Three Billboards, he's a man-child cowboy. In Zombieland, he's a man-child cowboy. Here, he's a man-child cowboy. And then now you see me, he's nothing because that movie has nothing. Yeah, ni- yeah, yeah. He's also in the Hunger Games, but I don't even remember what he did in that. Oh, he is. He's the. Ma- he's, he's the. I don't know, he's drunk in that. Yeah, he's, he's like the old. The um, he's the, the old winner. But yeah, so in this movie, he basically is like. Th- there's a big conflict between him and Kiefer Sutherland of, like a year ago, Kiefer Sutherland was. Doing the rodeo. Yeah, he was doing the rodeo, and it was this big competition, and it was like, if he won it, he was going to have enough money to start a ranch, which is his dream since he was a little kid. Um, and Woody Harrelson, still being a little kid, um, <laughs> what he... I think he just didn't show up. Yeah, he did the thing... He, If you've ever seen Community, he did the thing in Community where they, like, where Annie makes sure they have to retake Spanish so that the group doesn't split up. He's like, well, if he gets a ranch, we can't be rodeo partners anymore. So he doesn't show up, and Kiefer Sutherland's still mad at him. So, like, the whole time they're just bickering. Kiefer Sutherland's like, okay, you can come with, but you have to ride in the back of my truck. And then he's like, okay, you can actually be inside the truck. But you have to shut up now. And then he doesn't. And then he's like, okay, no more words. No more talking. He's like, that's what you want? That's what I don't want. Okay. And then he just, he doesn't talk at all. Kiefer Sutherland will be like, hey, what's that sign say? He'd be like, I don't know. But he wouldn't say that. It's an audio product, so you, I have to, you get it. Yeah. Um, so the mustache, I think, is what we need to talk about. I love it. It's good. I mean, I love most facial hair on Kiefer. Really depends. I think that the mustache on its own is the best out of all of them. Mm-hmm. I think just the must. He needs if he's gonna have facial hair, he needs the mustache as well. Yeah. Because when there's no mustache and it's just his like. Just a weird-ass beard. You're just like, all right, buddy. The beard does not work on its own. No. It's got to have the stash. Yeah. But it's just, it's full on. It's there. Like, just look up the poster for this movie. It's a thing of beauty. Ooh! Wait, did you see the one poster for this movie where it's Woody Harrelson? It's the bit where he, like, is just standing with a cowboy hat in, in front of his crotch, and he's just naked. <laughs> I didn't see that there's, poster. There's a poster of it, that, and it just says, it like, the, the tagline on that one is just, um... You know, when a man sees a lady, he's got to take his hat off. And it's in black and white as well. <laughs> it's very taste, Very, very artistic. That's what they do in this movie. Yeah, they do shoot. A, this, it's not... Like, there's not even any parts where they're trying to be funny for the most part. Other than, like, I guess anytime they're in a bar. Yeah, they go to bars a lot and they just kind or of... Or the hotel bar and... Like, there's a good section of this movie, and I, by good I mean, like, lengthy, not quality, where it's just, the whole thing is just, here's a fancy New York establishment. Well, let's see what these two idiots get up to. You! I reckon, here's a fancy <laughs> bar. Well, let's see what, how uh, this goes. How Woody Harrelson, because then he goes to, like, the fashion designer's party. Yeah. And then he gets really horny for the fashion designer, and she's like... Went, went, model on stage and he's like I can dance I'm a cowboy you idiot and then it's just not entertaining none of this almost none of this movie is entertaining other than Kiefer Sutherland <laughs> and even then when he has stuff to do when he's with Woody yeah. Harrelson which that he's not even with Woody Harrelson half the time like there's a part where they just split up and you're like oh so you're telling me 
that the the one reason to watch this movie has just been evaporated, and now I gotta watch Kiefer Sutherland just kind of bumble around. Going, yeah. Oh no, I'm getting beat up by the Latinos. And then it will just cut back to like Woody Harrelson just dancing in a in a, in a, bar, in a party, and then yeah. while Kiefer Sutherland's laying unconscious. Oh, yeah, in like a sweatshop. And Teresa's like, "Oh no, I have to save him." Teresa, rather, but it, um, it's not. <laughs> then there's the whole thing. So they meet a cop early on. So they get to they get to New York. They yeah. have no money. Yeah. Um, and they're like, "Okay, well, we're cowboys, so we're just gonna camp out." So they camp out in a in the park, in Central Park. In Central Park, they like. They have a fire and everything, and yeah. a police and a police on horseback. He finds them. He's like, what are you? What are you two doing here? And then Woody Harrelson starts like fiddling with the horse. He's like, could you not? And he turns out he was like getting a piece of glass out of the hoof or something. Oh, yeah. Well, and then uh, Woody Harrelson was like being a jackass because that's what he does the whole time. Yeah. And then Kiefer's just like, stop being a jack. Just treat people normally. <laughs> Woody Harrelson's like, F- you or <laughs> Woody Harrelson's like, screw you, man. I can do what I want. But it. it- the cop thing is so weird because then the cop just becomes like their best friend, and he's a cowboy as well. No, I he guess, wants the, to be a cowboy. Yeah, I know he wants to be a cowboy. Because the line, because this is the line when they they say the title of the movie, and the line is amazing. Oh yeah, uh, Woody Harrelson says it. He's like, they're like, okay, we I gotta go after the like the, the bad this guys. This really long chase scene near the end. <laughs> Where it's like, oh, no, okay, they're in the warehouse. Oh, no, they're on the boat. Oh, the police got them on the boat. Oh, but they're not on the boat anymore now. He's on, Now they're driving. Now they're drifting. Oh, they had to abandon the cars. Now they're still running. And now they're still running. And now they're, and now they're at the train station. And now they have to go on the train. And now they're riding the horses beside the train. Yeah. And now they got off the train. And now they're standing there in a shootout. And then Kiefer Sutherland ties up the thing. It was messed up. The it end was. of this movie, he just, he keeps up and just like lassoes this guy and then ties it to the end of a subway train that just leaving the station. So the guy just, like his body just gets dragged. He ragdolls. Oh, he oh. ragdolls. And it's, ugh, like he died. And not quickly. <laughs> but like the line at the beginning of the chase scene, they're like, I thought you wanted to be a cowboy. Yeah, I do. Well, mister, this is the cowboy way. The cowboy way, apparently, is getting the cops to just do whatever you want them to. Like, Yeah, well, no, the cowboy way is because he says that, and then he drives the truck through the window of the bar. And that's then, also true. And then Ernie Hudson comes in, and he's just like, this is a stick. <laughs> Citizens, no one move. As you are. While like, Woody Harrelson, I don't know, chases somebody. Like, at this point, this cop is just their sidekick, and then he's like, we need, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we're going out to this guy, like, we need backup. That's not how cops work. But then he, like, they end up, they get a police, they get police horses, mm-hmm. Um, they get the entire, like, the entire force going after them, or after yeah. the, the bad guys. They have, and then they just get to ragdoll a guy. Yeah. And it's fine, and then they just get to go free. Yeah. That's the movie. I stopped paying attention, like, right at the end. Does, does anybody even end up kissing Teresa, or no? No. Okay. Which wow. is, that's good. That's fine. Yeah. Because she really doesn't do anything. Nobody really does anything in this movie. Honestly, this movie just, like, made me remember why I don't think New York City is a real place. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, I don't know, just the whole 
thing, uh, all the hotels and stuff. And then there's like the part where they're riding, uh, Kiefer and Woody Harrelson are riding on their horses and they're like going over this bridge and I'm like, oh my God, I remember that bridge in Avengers. Yeah. Oh my God, I remember that bridge in I Am Legend. Oh my God, I remember everything. That's not this movie. Yeah, it's like, it's every single car chase in New York where it's going under the subway and it's yeah. like weaving in. Like, it's, I like I thought, I like, haven't I seen this like five times before? No, that's just if you're doing a car chase in New York. You gotta do the part where you go under the rail tracks. Yeah. Especially, you know. And then someone's make on it feel the like train. It's Grand Theft Auto 4 or something. Not. And then you're like, Nico, my cousin, we have to go bowling. He's here. Nico, my cousin, he's here. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, something special for you. Listeners who understand that one. <laughs> you know, a little obscure series you may have heard of it. Uh, Called uh, Grand Theft Auto. May or may not contain one of the, the highest grossing piece of media of all time. But yeah, this movie, it kind of, it just, things just kind of happen, and it's just like, it's, it's not like overly bad or anything, it's yeah. fine, you know, I watch it, I just sat there, I'm like, well, that was, I, I guess. mean, I just wanted it to be over less because <laughs> it was bad, but more because I just wanted to do something better with my Yeah, and like the, just watching it, like the way we had to watch it with like, Ooh, like the this... audio at some points, it's just. Not there. And, like, the screen is, like, you know, 12 pixels at most. In a video that's already 360p at best. Yeah. Ooh. It's... And, you know, and the movie itself doesn't even take up half the screen. And it's not centered, so you can't zoom into it easily with your TV. No. It's... It was a movie that's very much been forgotten to time, and rightly so. Rightly so, yeah. Like, it, there's not... It did not make back its budget, like, at all. This movie freaking bombed. Although, the... I... It supposedly had a 35 million, but it... There's no way it that's had 35 true. million. In 1994, they is that a economy? York, yeah, everything films in New York. Oh, that's true. That's... What about... Okay, what about the money they had to pay to get Kiefer Sutherland and Ernie Hudson on there? Although not, although now that I think about it, Woody Harrelson, Kiefer Sutherland, and Ernie Hudson, especially in the year nineteen ninety four, yeah, he wasn't. We're not <laughs> popping. This was, I think, before Frankly, Frankie, Frankly Fly. That's not the movie. This is before Frankie Fly. Frankie the Fly, yeah. Frankie but I think fly. it's around the same time as Truth or Consequences. Yeah. So like. <laughs> God, I hate Frankie the Fly. Now you're making me... You know, I thought about that movie a bit while we are watching this because I yeah. hate that movie. It's... It's so... So it's bad. It's so bad. It's the worst... I think it's the worst one we've seen. No. Marmaduke. So yeah. Yeah, Marmaduke's the no. worst. Then Frankie the Fly. I don't know. Let's do... Let's, let's do... Let's, yeah. Let's pad for let's, time and do a... What, what movie Let's start at the new year with... Uh, we gotta do... We gotta do a ranked list... Of our, uh, of our movies. Okay. Okay, so we can agree that Marmaduke is bottom. Marmaduke is rock bottom, dude. Um, then Frankie the Fly. Yeah. Um, hmm. Then, then it's either Killing Time. What was Killing Time about? I don't even Killing remember Time Killing Time. was the one where he was a killer, and he oh, was I with do the fish. That movie, yeah, I'm going to say Killing Time's next. That movie sucked. Yeah, I enjoyed watching it, but it was bad. I hated the movie. Um, then Crazy Moon. Crazy Moon, for sure. Although, the more I look back... I never want to watch Crazy Moon again. The more I look back on it, I'm like, 
That was fun. It wasn't. It was bad. See, and then you got... Oh, actually, I don't know. See, f- honestly, I think I might have enjoyed Killing Time and Crazy Moon more than Brotherhood of Justice. I liked Brotherhood of Justice. I, I know, know you, you did. Didn't. You're weird. <laughs> so I'm going to say I like Brotherhood of Justice more than that. And I'm going to have to say... Oh, no, no, wait. Flatliners is w- is definitely worse than, than Brotherhood of Justice. Yes. Brotherhood. The Brotherhood. Yeah. In terms of the okayest movies we've seen, probably Young Guns. Flatliners. Yeah, Flatliners was okay. Um, Hold for Dog. Okay, we're just going to continue on with my dog barking in the back. This is the last episode that we've been recording like this for a long time. So. Yeah. Um, I would say, I'd say Lost Boys or Truth or... Definitely, no, definitely Truth or Consequences. Is the best movie? Is my favorite one. I think Truth or Consequences was the best. Just like watching it once. Mm-hmm. But like I've said, every yeah. single time we mention Lost Boys, that could be like... I could see that. That movie's to me, is a cult movie. You know, I don't think Truth of Consequences really has a, a cult following, but, like, there's a bunch of people who grew up with yeah. Lost Boys and just, like, you know, loved how hot Kiefer Sutherland was as a vampire. I think we can all agree the best movie we've seen so far is Corner Gas. The final, <laughs> final, final Countdown. That's it. That's the one. Yeah. Wow. So, so is, Zach, is this movie a Kiefer? I don't know. When I was watching, I'm like... Yeah, but no, 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 no. No, this does not... This is not a keeper. No, because there's not even... It's not funny bad. It's not anything. Like, there's no moments that stand out to yeah. me in this movie. You know, Young Guns, there's a couple of things that I can still remember, which is crazy. I don't know how I still remember Young Guns. You know, Flatliners has the occasional good sequence. A lot of these movies at least have standout sequences. This movie has a part... Where they pull down a guy's pants, yeah, and make a calf bite his. Oh, pee-pee. I forgot about. How did I? For, wasn't that Luis Guzman as well? Probably, I yeah, think. Yeah, that so. was Luis. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, movie sucks. This movie sucks. See, like I, we both just watched this movie today. Yeah, and neither of us could remember that until now. Yeah, that it says a lot that about society. Speaks volumes. Huh, well, yeah, not a key from either of us. Who could have seen this coming? Speaking of volumes... <gasps> Wait, sorry. You, you, I'm, I know it's plot keywords, but that means we can we can finally... It's back. Reviews. Reviews Dang, are back! I forgot about reviews. Okay. Um, But do do the plot keywords. Yeah, we'll do, get... Do, do yeah. the plot keywords. So, speaking of volumes, there's 102 plot keywords for this stupid movie. What? I'm just going to read through. I love a taste. I love plot keywords because people just go through them and they just put whatever the heck they want in there. Yeah, I'm just going to read through just a kind of a little sampling of my favorite. I'm just going to make sure this is not too hot on the mic. Okay, we're good. Um, So here we go. Reference to New Mexico. Reference to New- Arizona. New York City, New York. Exploitation of the downtrodden. <laughs> Exploitation of labor. Reference to Bill Pickett. Sexiness. Kissing while having sex. <laughs> Disarming someone. Character, character repeating someone else's dialogue. Gun foo. That this movie has no gun foo. I'm sorry. Well, Kiefer Sutherland does do the, the cheeky little spin, yeah, and then Woody Harrelson's like, you gotta show me how to do that someday. Parker. Kiefer's like, I will. And then he doesn't. Unsubtitled foreign language. 
Murder. Cowboy shirt. Semi-automatic pistol. Tough guy. Pickup truck. Male nudity. Surprise ending. Title spoken by character. What surprise ending? There's like the nothing. Fa- the movie. Like I get maybe the part where he's like, where it's like, how did you get the money to get back my belt buckle? And he's like, don't. Wouldn't you like to know? And then we see because he, he earlier was like, I ain't gonna be no underwear model. And then there's a oh, huge there's Calvin the giant. Clark. <laughs> Which that's pretty fast that they got that printed already. Dang. It's a funny joke. Shut up. It was great. I didn't even. I wasn't even paying attention. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, this movie's over. Thank the good lord. And then I like looked up and saw Woody Harrelson and a Calvin Klein ad. I'm like, whatever. I do not care. This has been IMDb plot keywords. Woo. Okay, now we're gonna look up Amazon reviews because this is back, baby. Yeah, we'll see if I'm not sure about the Amazon reviews, but I definitely saw there was one from like 1999 for the IMDb stuff. So, so you got to be careful with this movie when you're looking it up because there's the TV show, The Cowboy Way. Um, Here we go. Here we go. None of these are good. There's 317 reviews on Amazon.com. For this movie. Oh, here we go. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to pass the mic off to Jaden. going to let him take the wheel. Okay. Uh, just going to check to make sure that that's not... Okay. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Okay. <clears throat> this review is brought to us by Cowboy Seabop. That's good. The cowboy way is the way to go. Five stars. Yeah. This may very well be my favorite Woody Harrelson movie. He plays a rodeo cowboy. He is paired up with Kiefer Sutherland, also a rodeo cowboy. The two grew up together, and it seemed as though every time Pepper, that's Harrelson's character's name, would get into any trouble, Sonny Sutherland would bail him out. Seems as though things never change. Pepper is in debt, could care less of who we may be sleeping with, married or not, and just an all-out, I'll-fight-anyone-at-any-time type personality, but funny as hell, and thank the Lord that Sonny is always there, even though he does not want to, <laughs> to help him out. Well, a very close friend of theirs, Nacho. We forgot to mention the guy's name's Nacho. <laughs> named the guy who got named Nacho. Nacho Salazar. Had to leave New Mexico and head to New York City to find his daughter, who had left Cuba illegally and is being held, basically, for ransom. By the way, the bad guy holding her is portrayed by Dylan McDermott very well. (laughs) When Sonny finds out that Nacho was heading to New York, he does not like the sound of it at all and decided to go track him down. And sure enough, Pepper said, well, Nacho's my friend too, so I'm going with you. Now the excitement... Action begins. (laughs) Pepper and Sonny are going to do anything there is to find them. Remember, they are rodeo cowboys. And a rodeo cowboy, to me, are the most daring, fearless men in sports. Think about it. When it comes to saddle bronc riding or bull riding, it's not, am I going to get hurt? But more like, how bad am I going to get hurt? So with that kind of mentality, they're fearless but careful determination to go on their quest to find their friend and his daughter. Let the action begin. 
P.S. This film was released back in 1994, I believe, and why it has taken me so long to watch it is beyond me. Anyway, there was an article that I read a long time ago that said something like Kiefer Sutherland liked performing in the film Cowboy Way so much that soon after decided to rodeo in real life. And I believe he is still living that lifestyle today. More ranching than anything nowadays. That's it. Five people found this helpful. That was that was a tour de force. Thank you, Cowboy Seabop. Let's go to let's go look let's I want to see the other side of things. Okay, you want to see the also, both sides I, issue. Wait, go back up. Fit 80 No, no, go back up again. 87 people who reviewed this on Amazon <laughs> gave it 5 stars. This is out of 371 customer ratings. It's not like a five different reviews. This is yeah. a lot. Okay. Uh let's see if there's any Okay. One star. Okay, there's one that's actually about the movie. <laughs> there we go. From Lauren. Uh, I like I like um Oh Lauren Anne, and Anne Foley's. I'm gonna lay this one down. It's from Anne Foley. This is a one star review. Titled One Star. Boring. Thank you. That was a good one. And then right after we've got Lauren. Awful. I apologize to the folks that gave this flick five stars. I watched, like, the first ten minutes of this movie and said, Enough already, since this movie sucks. Can see why this one flopped at the box office. Now, quickly, I'm going to pull up the IMDb reviews, because I think... I just, uh, next tab. Oh, next tab. Yeah. Okay, and then we got where are the reviews. Here we go. Also, Kiefer and Woody Rob. Yes. Where's the no? There was one from like 1999 that I thought was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I thought it was hilarious. Never mind. Oh yeah, here we go. I enjoyed this movie. It has a good cast with Kiefer Sutherland and Woody Harrelson having to help their friend Poncho get his daughter back from the evil Dylan McDermott, who played a really good bad guy in this one. Eri Hudson played a good role as the cop on the horse. Woody was the hilarious one though, especially when he was dancing like a cowboy at that lady's party. Then the best scene of them all, we didn't mention this one was when woody and Kiefer were at the restaurant woody was making gestures to the lady with the violin that was hilarious well this is the part where where they they're like excuse me garçon can i get some of your best wine with ice cubes in it yeah because he's like well he's like oh what would you like for wine and he's like something american not too sweet not too sour and then the waiter just is like oh yes something american not too sweet not too sour an excellent choice and you're like all right we get it. You, you, You're you a bastard. Uh, um. <laughs> oh, I like this city. Wow. Um. Actually, I'm going to go back up because there was one that was when babies grow up to be cowboys. <laughs> As a native New Yorker, I always look askance at the cowboy way because that last chase scene involving our heroes, Kiefer Sutherland and Woody Harrelson, is geographically impossible. Anyone who has knowledge of the New York City subway system can tell you that. Still, the cowboy way is rollicking good entertainment. The rollicking part is cursity of its two leads. Uh, They play a pair of feuding rodeo cowboys. Sutherland is mad at Harrelson because of his general irresponsibility. But a good friend of theirs is in trouble, and Sutherland's got to put aside his attitude about Harrelson in order to help out. Harrelson, of course, doesn't make it easy. Hey, forget, hey, forget about it. This, 
review is several paragraphs. Yeah, this... I'm just going to skip to... Uh, the guy who carries the serious part of the film is villain Dylan McDermott. as And he's as serious as a crutch. What does that mean? I don't. But apparently he's starting to listen to his crotch before his head where Buono is concerned. What does that mean? It's a weakness of the film. Because when the good guys are closing in, McDermott could probably get away if he wasn't dragging Buono along with him. Oh, that's the lady. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I guess the actor's it's name really is. It's really dumb that he's just like doing all this just for the one person. Yeah. Despite oh, its No, I think you should read. Okay. Of course the uh, uh oh yeah, sorry. I'm I'm not being very consistent with my voice here. <laughs> of course the highlight for me is that wonderful scene at the Central Park Petten Zoo where Sutherland and Harrelson teach McDermott henchman Luis Guzman the way Pancho Villa used to get information from people not willing to give it up. It involves a weaning calf and it's hilarious and a little frightening to the male of the species. Do you mean humans? I think he means humans, yeah. Despite its... Oh, no, no, no. Despite its story weaknesses, The Cowboy Way is one hysterical film, and you'll have a good time seeing it. And since this film is about rodeo cowboys, this review is dedicated to the recently retired Justin McRide of the professional bull riders. I'm indefinitely dedicated to The Cowboy Way in his sport and in life. Hoorah! God bless America. We we salute. All right, I think that's enough for Amazon reviews. Okay, so welcome, welcome to Keeper News. It's now Ke- Kibi News because there's no Keeper News right now. So y'all remember Kibi, that thing we talked about in our first episode and haven't shut up about. It's, of course, the online streaming service made exclusively for phones that's coming out sometime this year. It's got, the reason it's relevant to this podcast is Kiefer Sutherland is making, is in he's the... in a reboot a remake, reimagining of The Fugitive. A redo. <laughs> Jeffrey Katzenberg created this. Created this service, and it's insane. The Twitter account for Kibi is my favorite thing. It's called. <laughs> the, the name is WTF is Kibi. This is a verified Twitter account. Yeah. I'm just gonna read a few choice tweets, okay? What What is Kibi? It's that moment when the toilet just keeps running and you have to jiggle the handle to make it stop. Said no one ever. Or did they? What? This member of the Kibi team, who keeps who keeps Dave Franco grounded in the present, keeps confusing LaCroix and Kibi. LaCroix. LaCroix. <laughs> yeah, LaCroix. <laughs> the winner of comedy's favorite giggle thinks Kibi stands for quiet bingo. Not a bad guess. Right. This has been Kiwi Corner. I'm not even gonna talk. Apparently You're not Zach even Efron. gonna say that. You're not gonna say <laughs> that headline. <laughs> I think I've talked about the Zac Efron show. Yeah. That's on here. Um, was killing Zac Efron? No, killing the Efrons. I, I oh, think killing it's with... the Efrons. Yeah. No, it is killing Zac Efron. You're right. Yeah. I, I think it's. I swear it's him and his. I think at one point it was called Killing the Efforts. Yeah, it might. Maybe just... they killed one of them. Already. Maybe his brother's dead now. Anyway. <laughs> So, the headline of this article um, is, what is Kibi, and why did Zac Efron almost die filming a TV show for it? And basically, yeah, he, he pretty much... It's called Killing Zac Efron. What, do like, you what are you expecting? It's like Survivor Man, or Man vs. Wild, or whatever. But with Zac Efron... Oh. <laughs> well, this is going to be a show. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. 
So look forward to that one. Yeah. Coming out. Twenty twenty. Oh boy. Um. Yeah. So this has been our podcast. He's a keeper. Thank you for listening. Um. We want to want to say thanks to Kaya for our awesome podcast art. Go check out links to her other work in the description of this podcast. We also want to say thanks to Kevin McLeod. I'm gonna turn up this here volume and get get kind of like cozy and we can kind of like you know get a little little cozy here where we talk about sax rock and roll that's our theme music made by kevin mcleod you can find links to his stuff also in the description of this very podcast if you want to give us a a follow there on that there twitter we're at hak pod and if you want to follow us on instagram which is apparently coming back. I'm going to go. I thought I knew what it was, but then last time it turns out I was wrong. So we're just going to double check that there. Double yeehaw. Uh, you know, that there handle. Yeehaw. He's a key. That'll be at HAK Podcast. Great. Go follow that there. Do it. Um, yeehaw. Oh, we didn't even. What movie are we watching next week? <gasps> oh, you got to give me the choices. Okay. Because um, I gave you the choices this time, right? Yeah. Okay, good. I don't want to have to choose between two movies. The Three Musketeers. From 1993. Um, this is directed oh. by Stefan Herrick. Okay. Or A Few Good Men. Oh. you can't handle Kiefer Sutherland. I think we're going to go with A Few Good Men. We're going to go with A Few Good Men. So round, round, round up A Few Good Men. You know. Get them together for a water party, you idiot. Yeah. You know, I finally... Uh, anyway. <laughs> I finally saw... Spinal Tap. The only reason I'm mentioning it is because that's also a Rob Rainer movie. Um, They're basically the same movie. Basically, really. You know, I love the part in in Spinal Tap when, you know, he's up on stage and he asks the audience, he's like, you want the truth? The audience is like, yeah. And then he's like, you can't handle the truth anyway. Thanks for listening. I love it when they give someone a code red. Now you get code red. I've... Yeah. Wait, what does the Mountain Dew Code Red have to Code do? Code Red is, I think, the thing in the oh, movie. I, I don't know. I've like seen I parts believe of it. Okay. So, yeah. So this has been our podcast. I've been your host, Jaden Cron. I've been your other host, Zachary Dave. And this has been He's a Kiefer. So you know what wasn't good for our numbers? What? A series of episodes that you would have had to listen to the previous ones to, to listen to the current ones. Do you want to know how many? Yeah, let's look at those. Oh, no.